Hey guys, this episode of the podcast does contain some spoilers and explicit content, so viewer beware. Also, make sure you guys are following us on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Talk. That's youtube.com forward slash F-L-I-X talk, as well as our social media sites, Twitter and Instagram at Talk Podcast. Once again, that's F-L-I-X Talk Podcast. Thank you guys so much and enjoy this episode. Like how I just put new Joker photos. <laughs> Straight to the point, Dave. I don't give a fuck. You know you should have done. You right. should have. You should have just put like Ronald McDonald to see if, how many hits it still gets. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you should have just done a prank, dude. The the last photo looks really haunting, bro. Looks like fucking crazy haunting. What's up with his hair, dude? That's awesome. I know, dude. It's, it's gonna be a crazy origin story. I'm telling you. You can't see his hair lip though. None of these pics. I think he got like reconstructive surgery because he looks a lot better now. Ew. Yeah. Is it a totally different story? Reboot? Reboot? It's or it's an origin story. So it's like oh before he... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like before he goes full Joker. I don't know. Nice. Hey, um... All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's just fucking just go. Come on, waste some time let's now. Let's make it go. Let's, let's do it. I need an intro. We need an intro. It's Mandy time. It's fucking Mandy time. It's time for Nicholas Cage kicking ass. Rage. He's gonna do what he does best. He's gonna kick ass Mandy. for Mandy. He's gonna kick the demon's ass. Not to be confused with Ash. Oh, he did seem like Ash in this movie, right? Hey, but how yeah, did but I mean, sound? Did I sound pretty good or what? No. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Nice. Just freestyle. Yeah, I would use it. that in the music. Freestyle in the music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you guys don't know, we are back, guys, and uh, we're singing some uh, Mandy, some made-up Mandy lyrics. And uh, yes. we just checked out the new Nicolas Cage movie, guys, Mandy, uh, aptly named, um, because it is a revenge story about his girlfriend, Mandy. Yes. So, quick synopsis real quick, guys, uh, before we get into the whole storytelling. Oh, yeah. Just also a heads up, guys. We are going to be talking about some spoilers, possibly, so listener beware. And uh, before you guys... Before you guys do dive deep into this uh, podcast, why don't you guys follow us on our social medias on Instagram and Twitter at Flix Talk Podcast. That's F-L-I-X Talk Podcast, as well as on YouTube. And I just told Josh right now, I just uploaded some new Joaquin Phoenix Joker photos. Go Joker. <laughs> oh, is that Joker Chucky or what is that? That is Joker Chucky. It's a hybrid. Ah, gotcha. Okay, okay. They'll probably come out with a movie of that Hollywood soon. I don't know. Joker Chucky, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so check us out on YouTube, guys. Um, YouTube.com forward slash Flix Talk. Remember, everything Flix Talk is F-L-I-X. I'm tired of spelling that shit. Space T-A-L-K. Right. <laughs> no, no, it's all one Dot word. It's, it's not spaced. It's all one word. Don't confuse the okay. people, Josh. Don't confuse the people. They're going to be like, how come I can't find it? Right. I went to the wrong side. All right. So this episode, we are talking about the brand new 2018 movie, Mandy. I think it came out actually, when did it come out? Do we know when it came out? Was it Was it early 2018? I want to say March. Uh, no. March 23rd. March no. 13th. Did it really? 
March 13th. Well, I know it came to VOD on September 14th. That's that's what I'm looking at. I'm going to say March 13th. March 13th. Okay, let's see. Here we go. Release date is September 14th, 2018. I don't know where the fuck you got March 18th from. But uh, it says release date September 14th, 2018. I think you're talking about the uh, Sundance Festival, right? Yeah. Possibly. Yes. Okay. So uh, this did get a um, sun. I think it might have been Sundance or one of these festival releases, and uh, it just made its rounds. And everybody's like, "Nicholas Cage is back!" You know, he's back. He's back. I don't think he ever left. Why does everybody keep saying he's back? What does that even mean? You know, people are haters, and what but they saw is that hating, or what, what? What are they? Are they? Do they have another agenda of why they're saying that, Josh? It's all these red box movies he was making, dude. Come on, okay. he had like. All but were they bad? Movies. But were they bad? I never saw them. Some of them were questionable. The last one I saw was pretty good with his son. And what was that called? Remember that one? No, I don't. What was that called? Um, oh, my God. I can't remember. It's, but they do like a heist thing. Okay. His, well, if, if you can't remember it, it must not be that good. It was, it was decent. Okay. It was decent. So, yeah, we all know that Nicolas Cage, I mean, if you guys kind of follow him a little bit, you know that he spends more money than what he makes. <laughs> yes. And uh, we know that he has a castle. This is real. This is all real. He owns a castle. I don't know how many properties he owns, but he actually... Did you hear about the story about him outbidding Leonardo DiCaprio for a dinosaur skull? Jesus Christ. He paid a quarter of a million for a dinosaur skull. (laughs) I'm not lying. I'm not lying about that one. Why? Uh, Because he's Nicolas Cage. Because he's fucking Nicolas Cage, guy. Mr. Con Air. So... If you're like me and, you know, Josh and I, you guys probably remember Nick Cage from, uh, you know, late 90s. I could eat a peach for hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, back in his, ho- I would say, Hollywood heyday, meaning that he was all over the big screen. He was doing, you know, Letterman. He was doing, uh, you know, all these interviews for movies. And he was just a wild character. Everybody knew him as a wild character, right? But right. then... His cringiness just got the best of him, and he started spending money like crazy, like I said. And I think he ended up going the Wesley Snipes route. I think he owned, he, he started owing a bunch of taxes. Is that true or no? Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then it was um, people have seen him all around where I live. He really, goes to the gym. He goes to. Um, he lives in Vegas. It's yeah. Oh shit! He's got a house out here. Okay. Wow. He's always at the gym and stuff. Nice. Okay. Well. um... That's due to me. I mean, maybe he does own property out there. Vegas is awesome. I got to go back. But um, anyway, so I think he did end up going the Wesley Snipes route. And just he just had to start pumping out all these direct-to-DVD or direct-to-VOD movies to kind of pay off his um, you know, back taxes or just all this shit that he was spending on, man. And, um, you know, we get this movie called Mandy. Which is a uh, – from the trailers, if you watch the tra- – I, I suggest everybody watch the trailer of Mandy before you even watch this movie. Right. Because trust me, you're not going to get a sense of even what the fuck is happening. Like what is happening in this trailer? I didn't even know what to think. All I knew was from what I heard, it was amazing. Everybody's got to watch it. And then we see the Rotten Tomatoes score. Which is phenomenal. 97%, Josh. No one gets that. No, I've never heard of a horror movie. No one get, slash I think even Get Out was like 95 or 96, 95, yes, something like that. Correct. 
So I'm like, okay, what is happening? Because Ron Tomatoes always gets it wrong, right? Usually their audience score is like through the roof and their rate, their score is real low. So I'm like, okay, a Nicolas Cage movie getting 97%. I got to fucking check this out. So I checked it out on VOD last night and holy shit. Dude, amazing. I was, funny story about this. I was reluctant to watch it. I was tired. I know you were. I absolutely know you were. Last night. Let me tell you, hold on, pause, pause, let's pause real quick. I got to tell the listeners, guys, I love doing podcasts with Josh, but this motherfucker cannot watch a movie to save his life. So you're very, very ADHD, right? Yes. Why is that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I I remember when I was in third grade. No, 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 I'm sorry. Eighth grade. uh, My dad put me in a slow class. Not him, the, the people... And uh, I got out the same day because I wasn't dumb. It was just I couldn't shut the fuck up. Is this I true, or you're you're, you're doing a bit? No, this is a real this is a real thing. Oh god, this is yeah. Did I just see, open up a then, can David, of worms? They didn't have they didn't have tests like they do now. Did I just open up a can of worms? Are you gonna? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. No, but what I'm getting to is that, dude, you cannot focus on one movie. Like, and if it's not like shoot him a bang bang in the first like three seconds of the movie, you tune out. Because I'm like, did you watch Mandy? You're like, no, I got to ten minutes of it, and that's it. <laughs> that actually, you know, it's funny. It was actually longer than that, but it was it was hard, dude. It, like they're just laying in bed, and I just, I just couldn't do it. And then it just bam, boom. Bam, bam, boom. It totally impressed me. So let's just get right into this film then. The quick synopsis for Mandy is Mandy is set in a primal wilderness of 1983 where Red Miller, played by Nicolas Cage, a broken and haunted man, hunts an unhinged religious sect who slaughtered the love of his life. Now, that's a pretty elaborate um, synopsis there. And that's some that's that's a synopsis that someone from IMD, IMDb just wrote. And uh, it kind of sums it up pretty well. So, um, what I thought was cool is that in the 80s, you had a lot of cults. You actually right. had these cults going on in real life. If you hear some banging in the back, by the way, uh, on a side note, my neighbor, he was an older gentleman, and uh, they're gutting out his whole carpet, oh, and Jesus. everything's gone. So, either he moved on or he moved on to the afterlife. I don't know if he's alive or not. He was an old guy. Really? No, this is a real story. This is real. This is like he used to ride around in like a rascal scooter uh-huh. just to get his mail. But he was a pretty beaten and battered man. He looked he looked on his last hinge. Jesus. And uh, I hope he pulled through. I hope he just maybe moved to another. But I didn't see any moving vans, so I don't know. This is weird. That's some John Wick shit right there. No moving vans. I know that's weird. How how do you just move in the middle of the night? Now that I think about it. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. Okay. So back to Mandy. Um, (laughs) So back to Mandy. Um, Like I said, it's 1983. I didn't really get the vibe of 1983. Did you? No, it felt like a... Like a futuristic world, it really did. There, were, there was so many it, psycho, like psychedelic visuals. I felt like I was on acid watching this movie. You know, from beginning. Right? To did end. they have that kind of light technology in 1983? Probably. Uh, well, I think it was supposed to like not be to their knowledge that there was like scopes of red. You know, red lighting. I think it was just more of like to me, like you said, it, like hey, you, you text me after the movie, like oh, it's kind of artsy fartsy. I think. When Nicolas Cage was really mad, like he was seeing red and it was like, I don't think the the actual setting in 
in his you know world was actually red i think in his mind he saw everything red because he was in rage you know what i mean i could see that and also the uh high doses of acid they were doing yeah uh yeah that's so we so we do get a little glimpse of some drug use in there but um so uh red miller like i said played by nick cage and mandy his girlfriend played by andrea risenborough so uh, Mandy's an artist and a book enthusiast, so we get her character right away, and uh, she kind of they they live in like a uh, like a cottage, right? Right. And one thing I thought was cool, I don't know if you picked up on this. Uh, Mandy does mention that she says uh, we live in a little cottage by Crystal Lake. Right. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that was weird, right? I don't think it was weird. I think it was a nod to Friday the Thirteenth. You think it was a reference, Josh? What other what other Crystal Lakes are there? I don't know. That's just in horror type movies. What other Crystal Lakes are there? There aren't, but it, I, I just don't know if he did that intentionally or that was just. Random. I think I think so. <laughs> That's what I got from it, at least. Yeah, that was pretty cool, though. So, anyways, um, in between, we have like title cards. Did you notice this? I didn't really pick up on why they were doing this, but like right at the beginning, it said something, and it had like a quote. But, like, in between, like, every 20 minutes, we had, like, a title card. And one of them I wrote down because I didn't pick up on the other ones. I think it was chapters. Uh, it's, like it's, like, it chapters, almost- and they were in different fonts. But I was I was trying to figure out why. Why, why would this movie need chapters? Like, it's not like a Tarantino movie. But um, one of the, the title cards was Children of the New Dawn. And it looked really, yeah. really cool font. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, so Children of the New Dawn. I didn't really understand what that meant, but uh, maybe I will once I'm done reading this. So... I'm just going to kind of give you a play-by-play. I'm not going to really get into spoilers, maybe towards the end. Or if you want to talk spoilers, Josh, but like I said, spoiler beware, guys. We might let it slip. But uh, one day, Mandy is walking along the road, and she passes a bus full of people full of people who we find out later are a cult. Um, now, there's this crazy cult leader named Jeremiah Sand. And he demands – Yeah, he demands to have Mandy. He's like really fixated on Mandy. And it's like it, – it's. The way he pulled off being a cult leader was on the nose, dude. Like he and he, and and his followers were so all over him too, especially the women. Like they were like, "Let me satisfy you, Jeremiah." And he's like, "Get away from me! I want Mandy. I like, want Mandy. Weren't you listening?" Yeah, he really yes. wants Mandy, right? So um, he has to have Mandy. So uh, he sends one of the cult leaders to go, you know, uh, you know, get Mandy, but. Uh, one of the actually, he sends a cult member um, to confront Man- Mandy at a local store that she works at. I don't, I couldn't tell if she works there. Or she owned it, but she was I behind think the she just works there. Yeah, she was behind the counter, and uh, that's when she says that she, you know, lives by Crystal Lake. And um, right. you know, I, I think one of the cult leaders was just kind of, kind of getting a general sense of who she was, and she was asking her a bunch of questions and stuff. She was a creepy older lady. One, she was. Yeah, yeah. So, um, in the next shot, it's like a night shot, and this is where it starts to pick up a little bit. So, we get one of the cult members. He plays his like, <laughs> like a rock. I th- it was like a rock flute or something like that, and it was like he was like, and it was like a horn, right? Yeah. This is where it takes like a left turn as far as like supernatural. We get to see like our demon biker gang. What the fuck did you think about them? They were very creepy. Dude, I thought they were like, like hybrid aliens at first. Their voice. Yeah. But everyone's tripping on acid. So I think that's how people were perceiving their voice. And that's why this was really, really weird for me to interpret be, uh, because I didn't know if it, if it was supposed to be on, 
you know, uh, the telling of someone that was on drugs or seen it from their eyes or what. But we definitely got these creatures that were not human. They were humanoids. But um, they they look like something out of The Running Man. Remember Arnold Schwarzenegger, The Running Man? Yes. They look like the villains from The Running Man with all their armor on. But you're right. When they started talking, they had a very gargly voice and they drank blood. So it's like, okay, they're obviously not humans. Yeah, I got a I got a mixture of Running Man mixed with uh, you remember that movie Enemy of Mine? No, Enemy Mine. Okay, the one where it's a it's an American soldier fighting an alien. Okay, so kind of like he looks like Star Trek. He looks like a um, a Klingon almost a Klingon. Okay, the demons are summoned to kidnap Mandy, and they do so like in a Hellraiser style. Did you notice like the the lights were flickering and stuff like that, and it looked like they were Cenobites just like standing around their room and stuff. Yeah. So I picked up on a lot of those like references. I always like reference back to like, oh, I seen this in another movie. But um, so, anyways, they uh, I didn't understand what was happening when they when they so they put a sack over Mandy's head and they and they take her. But what did they do to Nicolas Cage? It like he grunted and like. He passed out or something? Like, did, were they on top of yeah, him? Yeah, and then they... I didn't get they it. Stabbed, one of the dudes stabbed him on the side, dude. Remember the, that? Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. That's when he's hanging up. I'm talking about when he's in bed. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't remember. It was dark as shit. Yeah, he was, like, he was like looking at Mandy in her eyes, and then, like, he, like, just goes, huh, like that, and then he falls asleep. I so, know. I don't know. Something happened. Somehow, they knocked his lights out, right? Right. They take Mandy back to the cult leader, right? And then they just like drug her out and then they – I'm not going to go too much into detail, but they drug her out like in a weird way. And you know what I'm talking about yes, with the hornet yes. or whatever the fuck that was? Good yeah. God. That was so <laughs> that was weird. So that was so – dude, how real did that look? It looked like gigantic by the way. <laughs> Yeah, that thing was that thing was massive. It had yeah, some steroids in it or something. Right. So, so, so they, they drug her in a very, very obscure way. And they bring her to the cult leader and all the cult leader uh, – the cult leader is there w- around everybody just laid out. And they're all drugged up like Josh said. They're all on acid or something. Does, does acid make you pass out like that? I don't know. What's- I mean it depends on the trip. OK. So, yeah, they were all just like laying around like they were on heroin or something. The cult- I think they were doing coke too though. Um. Well, the demons maybe later on. The demons were for like sure later on. Yeah, the demons. Not the not the actual cult members, but so the cult member, uh, the cult leader. He meets Mandy and he mentions that he wasn't recognized for his greatness, so he chose another path. And I'm guessing he just kind of branched off from his previous cult and became a cult leader, like with new followers. That that's kind of like what I got from it because he was a very very cocky. Like a very pompous, arrogant ass. And he was just like so into himself. I mean, he played a record for Mandy that was a song about him. Like the lyrics were all about him. It was like, Jeremiah is the greatest. And I'm like, Jeremiah was good, man. Yeah. So without getting into spoilers, guys, like I said, so something goes sour with Mandy and the Colts decide, the cult decides to leave them both for dead, her and Nicolas Cage's character. So, um, I don't know if they explain this in the trailer. That's why I don't want to kind of explain what happens to Mandy. But um, she's a whole central piece of why he goes crazy. Right? Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of shots of like disturbing stuff, especially, you know, during the Mandy scene. And there's a lot of different colors, like solid reds and, and all this all this colors flashing on the screen to invoke like a certain feeling, you know? Right. So, and the, you know, a lot of close-up shots of like it reminded me very, very Rob Zombie-ish. You know, like House of a Thousand Corpses, how these characters look like very, very like hillbilly backwoods trash, right? 
Yeah. They look very, very gritty, very grungy. They were, yeah, they were very disgusting. The yeah. They were living. Did you see their kitchen? Uh, yeah. And then, did you see the close ups of these guys? Like, uh, like their teeth were just very bad and they just look, oh, oh yeah. look very, very bad. The actual cult followers, um, look very, very bad. So, yes. Forgot to mention, too, that, um, when they asked for the demon's help, they had to give up one of their own as a sacrifice. And they give up, like, this fat kid. <laughs> did you remember that? Right. And he kind of just, like, you know, falls into the darkness or whatever. They take him away. Um, now, what I wrote down is, like, the first part of the movie, we get a semi-normal Nick Cage. You know what I'm saying? Like, he displays, yeah. like, strong emotions, but it's not really over-the-top Nick Cage. No, he's pretty chill in this one. He's pretty chill. Well, he's chill in the first part. The second yeah. part, he started going off. Which I, I I commend him. He was he was he was he was badass. Yeah, yeah. So um, this is where we get into the wild Nick Cage, and I put that we get a wild Nick Cage scene, letting it all out in the restroom. You remember the restroom scene? Oh yeah, yeah. So we get. Um, actually, I made a meme for it, and I forgot to post it. Fuck, I fucked up. I was supposed to post it this morning. <laughs> Damn. But we saw we, we we get to see Nick Cage in his underwear, like with a crazy rock T-shirt or something, and he's like yeah, was, he's chugging like vodka, and he's like, yeah, he goes he goes ham. <laughs> My throat. <laughs> David, are you okay? Jesus. Time out. Time out. Oh my god. Yeah, are you okay? I don't know. It's like with your eye. Remember the eye thing? Yeah, the eye thing was crazy. Dude, that, that's but anyways, like hurt. That's I don't know how Nick Cage pulled it off because I really just almost had a heart attack. That right was now. that was his best fucking. Dude, he went bizarre. Right my my throat's raw right now, so sorry guys. Yeah. So anyways, chuck some honey. I, I don't have any water. I just drank it all. No oh, damn. All right. So um. <laughs> so Nick only Cage, on Flickstock people. Yeah. So we might as well just talk about the reason for his revenge, right? They kill Mandy. They do kill Mandy, guys, and uh, we get to see her killed in a very, very brutal way. Super brutal. And this kind of um, ignites his revenge, right? So we get a wild Nick Cage. Um, so he kind of just sleeps it off. You know, the next day he ends up. Uh, we get a oh, we get an awesome cameo by Bill Duke, who I'm gonna forever call Mac because of Predator. I. Yeah. I uh, you, you you recognized him, right? Dude, yes. Dude, okay, he, okay. He lost, he lost some weight. He still looks good for his age, though. Dude, he, he looked thinner. Like, I don't know how you can be thinner. Like, he was actually thin in Predator, but, I mean, he looked thinner. Like, he looked like he's kind of withering away. I hope he's not sick or anything. So, you, you could see they're kind of like friends, I guess. I don't know if they were just neighbors or, or friends. Right. And, that was um, weird. Yeah, so Bill Duke's character, I think his name is Carruthers. Uh, he tries to uh, he he helps he he helps out uh, Nick Cage, you know, and he ends up like giving him a crossbow or something. And um, but he lets him know he goes uh, he goes you're playing with fire, you know, like type of shit, and you know you don't want to yeah. go down this route, you know. He's like I've seen these bikers before. Yeah, stories. Exactly, exactly. So from here on in we get a bizarre like nick cage versus biker demons and it's bloody awesome it is so good it is so good guys like if you're into horror like i said horror revenge flicks definitely for the life of you just watch this for like this like the 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 second part of the movie it's so fucking awesome dude i gotta get into spoilers i gotta talk about his certain weapon oh my god hold on Are, are we even to that part yet or are you just jumping ahead I'm jumping in. Awesome. Okay, like always. So, 
I mean, we're getting to the yeah, we're getting to the revenge factor of it. So you, you might as well just go ahead. Talk. Let's talk about spoilers. So spoiler, spoiler alert, spoilers, guys. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Warning. Mandy, Mandy. Warning. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Mandy, All right. spoilers. All right, great. Go, Josh. So Nicholas Cage forges this fucking amazing axe. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, it, there was a, a big old montage about it and everything for at least like five minutes, <laughs> and. He comes out with this axe, and it's fucking beautiful. It is. It, it looks it looks janky, like it's not a perfect axe, but it's like solid steel. And then even the like handle has a spike on it. Right. Oh, so sick. Yeah. So it, it, there's no way if you if you tussle with Nick Cage while he's holding this weapon, you're coming out alive. Something's getting cut on your body because, it, dude, it looked like a double spearheaded axe. Like, it, it, yeah, like you said, I have like a long handle that has a spear at the end. Like you, you're not getting away if you're close to this thing. Like you're done. Absolutely done. And he unleashes hell on the demons and he unleashes hell on the cult. And I loved it. Like, I absolutely, I I really liked the ending. I was satisfied. Um, Right. Well, the, the, the ending, ending scene right before the credits where we get that, where he's driving away. Yeah. And we get a pan out and we get to see what's in the sky. Did you understand what was happening in that? No, but before we get into that, okay, wasn't his car on fire, or was I tripping? No, was just, the trip? scene was just red. I thought the car was on fire. Remember, the demon was standing in front of his car, and it was on fire. No, he was you standing in that? front of a, a a separate car that was on fire. That wasn't that wasn't Nicholas Cage's car. No, that car was on fire before he got on it. Got okay. in, got I in a that whole was other car. Cage's car. No, okay. that car is on okay. fire. He ends up fighting that demon, and then he gets in a whole separate other car. Okay, I thought it was his car. <clears throat> no. All right. God, my throat is raw now. But um, anyways, uh, Mandy, I fucking loved it. I absolutely loved it. I'm probably going to oh, yeah. give it like a 9.5 out of 10. Damn uh, it. Yeah. It, uh, you know what, Josh? Come on. Be original. Say 9.6 or something. No. <laughs> no, no. Do people actually say that? No. I'm joking. But um, <laughs> I got to give it a 9.5 for sure because – um, the, for for what the movie was as a whole, I think the the beginning of it, especially like when he told, didn't he tell like a knock knock joke at the beginning? I thought that was really lame. Yeah, that was really stupid. But and I was like, wow, what kind of Nick Cage movie are we going to get in this one? But um, as a whole, that's why I got to give it that nine point five. If if if, if they kind of cut out that whole beginning, like half an hour, like it, it would have uh, got a solid ten for me. Yeah, I think that's what turned me off, but I stuck through and uh, it did. It really did uh, it justice. I, I do nine point five two. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I wanted to talk about the imagery in this. It's it's beautiful. Okay. And also, the director, um, he was going through a lot of shit at the time. Mm-hmm. He's he was saying in an interview or just a written interview yeah. that uh, he lost both of his parents. So oh. that scene when Nicolas Cage is like drinking, yeah. is like a him paying reference to him when he was blackout drinking with his friends. Mm. Okay. Also, did you notice that? um, It's. I mean, it's not really a a tidbit, but it's just something I noticed that uh, the chemist in the movie, uh, played by Richard Brake, he was really, really a weird guy, and he's the one that was actually cooking the acid, and uh, he was actually Doomhead in Rob Zombie's Thirty One. Oh, that's why he looks so familiar. It's Doomhead. Yeah, that was that was Doomhead. So I'm actually, I actually was a fan. I was a fan of Thirty One. I really, really enjoyed that one. Even though it was kind of just, it was it was kind of a cliche uh, horror type movie. I mean, it it was just like 
almost like a Saw type movie, like Saw meets The Running Man. You know what I mean? Like there's them versus these these fucking Running Man type characters. You know what I'm saying? Like villains. Yeah. Um, but Doomhead was awesome just for the fact that like he was so charismatic, dude, he, in that movie. I don't know. There's something about him that was very haunting. And like you wouldn't want to be in anywhere near that guy because he will kill you in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, I like that movie too. It's just the the little person kind of turned me off. The way that Rob Zombie wrote him in there, how he was speaking Spanish, but he was supposed to be a German little Hitler. That was, yeah, that was, was a little weird. bizarro. But um, yeah, so uh, other than that, I mean, yeah, I, I did write that um, it was written and directed by Panos Cos- Cosmato, I believe his name is. Panos yes. Cosmatos. Uh, and he also wrote, I think he only wrote one film before. Uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow. We might have to check that I one out because I don't we know. Have to check that out. I don't know anything about that. I think it came out a couple years ago. Well, some of the images though of it look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, if anything, guys, for the imagery, you guys need to check out Mandy for sure. Uh, it was just very different, very very different, um, very stylistic, and it's I like it. It's stuck in my brain. Like I was telling everybody at work today about it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, totally. Uh, I told my girlfriend this morning because she was sleeping and I was watching it to yeah. like two in the morning yeah and uh i was like no it turned out really great and uh it reminded me of like if andy warhol made a movie it was yeah. it was like visually entertaining like that mm-hmm. now um so there's gonna be a lot of explained videos on this so i might have to watch those because like i said I, the, the ending itself i didn't understand like the cliffhanger it left off on um I mean, we, do we want to talk about that? Because we didn't. Yeah, really... what was the sky reference you were talking about? Okay, what are you talking so, about was in the sky. So he's driving away, and he sees Mandy in the passenger seat. I understand why. Yeah. I think it's because he got revenge for Mandy, so she's always kind of with him, and and then right. he drives away with that real manical like smile, like maniacal. Yeah, I saw just, that. I love that shot. Just when crazy he's smile, right? The Nick Cage smile, and I was like, beautiful, nailed it. But as he's driving away, it pans up to the sky, and there's planets like that are large. Larger than fucking life in the sky. And what was with that? I don't know. Maybe the what, cult leaders did, were right? No, it, no, it kind of it kind of alluded to the fact that we weren't on Earth. We were on some other demand like we were on another oh, planet. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you know what I'm saying or no? <laughs> yeah. Well the, the, You thought that was normal? If you or? look at this movie <laughs> No, but if you look at this movie, it's um this movie yeah, is not normal. Tripping, this though. movie is not anything but normal. No. And yeah. There, there, Wait, remember when he took that drink? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's I'm a, sure he was so, so there is a scene also, guys. I mean, since we're at the end with spoilers and stuff, there is a scene where he goes and he kills all the demons. And they're just chilling out like in some fucking house watching porn and stuff. And yeah. um, <clears throat> he ends up like going in their kitchen and he finds like a, like, a, like a mason jar and he dips his finger in there and then he puts it on his tongue. Just a drop. Just a drop of this stuff. And his pupils dilate like the whole fucking eye dilates out. And he just starts tripping and his face – like it shows imageries of like faces melting off. And I was like, whoa, what did he take? So I think – I think you're right. I think he probably thought he was in a different state, but I think he did get his revenge. I don't know how. How do you? Maybe he killed the wrong people. We don't even know. <laughs> right. G- going back, he's probably going to wake up in the morning and he'd be like, "Oh fuck." Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I remember when he initially took that first um, finger sample. I guess you could say. Yeah. He uh, there was a, a an image of the planets. Remember? 
Oh, was there? It was like a flash of the planets, mm. and then I remember the face burning, and then all this other weird. So shit. maybe he opened up something in, in, in killing the demons and killing the cult leader. Maybe he maybe he became Ash, like the new Ash leader. I got very <laughs> yeah. no. I, Dude, I really, the chainsaw. Oh no, my god. Oh my god. I know the chainsaw scene was epic. Um, the thing was so long. But I really did get vibes of evil, like Evil Dead Ash. You know what I'm saying? Like type of st- type of style, like vibes from his right. character. Like he was that guy. You know what I'm saying? And and he, dude. Once he got involved with these guys, like fighting them, he didn't even talk. And when he talked, he had like a demonic voice at the end. Yeah, I noticed that too. So he did turn into a different person, a different creature. You know what I mean? I think what it was too, in retrospect, he was traveling through hell and he got out. You know? Hmm. But one of my favorite shots, I got to mention it, when he's going through that tunnel, dude, yeah. and you can see the axe uh, like glimmering from that red glow. Uh-huh. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. There's also a really cool shot too when um, the cult leader, Jeremiah Sands, he's talking to Mandy like face to face and his face keeps morphing into hers. Yeah, uh, that was that was creepy. Yeah, I, I almost like cried because I was like and so no scared. Was <laughs> like he was he was barely moving his lips. You notice that? Well, because they, over, like, they overlaid yeah, her yeah. they overlaid her face onto his. So her mouth yeah. was not moving. So that's why it looked. But when they kept going back and forth, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, at first I was like, why is he morphing? And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's Mandy. And their faces look so similar that they meshed so well together. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, I thought it was they could have been related. Uh, they could have been related, bro. Yeah. Who knows? Brother, sister or something. Mm. Um, well, I thought it was really fucked up was when that demon was like, she's still burning. She still burns. She still oh burns. yeah. These demons didn't give a fuck. They knew they were going to die and uh, they were just, you know, just put, egging him on basically. And I like when he kills that, that piece of shit, um, like kind of balding guy, mm-hmm. like the right hand man of the, the cult leader. Yeah. He gets that, that spike, awesome. spike down the throat. Yes. But, uh, all right. So I, you know what? I think, um, I, I don't know if even this explanation of this movie that we broke down, uh, makes sense to anybody. I, I think you just got to go watch it. You got to watch Mandy guys. Yeah, you, you definitely do. It's, it's out now on VOD. It is coming out on Blu-ray and, uh, hopefully 4k on, uh, October 30th, 2018. So a day Perfect before, time. a day before Halloween. That's going to be awesome. Perfect time, David. Yeah, Speaking right? of Halloween. Yeah. Do you got your Halloween tickets yet? Uh, no, they haven't even gone on advanced sale. Exactly. Are you going? Mm, I plan to, yeah. Excellent. Of course, buddy. I got my tickets for Venom, too. I am requesting the day off, but I probably won't get it. I got my tickets for Venom, Venom, too. Speaking of Venom, I just beat the Spider-Man video game. Uh, Not very hard at all. But um, I'm excited to see Venom, and I hope they make a Venom video game. All right. That'd so on that <laughs> on that uh, video game news, we're going to leave off on this podcast. And uh, yeah, this movie is just a mind fuck. I, I'm still kind of blown away. I, I can't – like I said, I can't really – we can describe it, but I guess it's like one of those you have to just experience it. Yeah, it's like – it's like that movie Legion and – Never saw it. Some other movie combined. Hmm. It's like a fantasy movie. Okay. Um it was amazing, though. Hands down. All right. There you go. Mandy. So, we give it a 9.5. I give it a 9.5. Oh, so did you, right? 9.5 out of 10? Yeah, same. Same. All right. So, definitely in the 90. I guess they got it right. 95% is what we gave it. Yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 97%, like I said, guys. I think IMDb actually gave it a lower rating. So, who to, them. who to trust in this one, right? Who to trust in this yeah. game? 
But uh, yeah, it is out now. Like I said, guys, on VOD. All right, it, I think it's actually it might be out in select theaters as well, like uh, in your in your independent maybe theaters. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, guys, uh, that's it for now. So if you guys did like this, please give us a thumbs up or a like or whatever. Show some you, love. Yeah, whatever it is on, on, on your streaming device. And make sure you guys are subscribing because we put these podcasts out all the time. And make sure you guys are following us on our social medias, like I said before, at Flix Talk Podcast. That's F-L-I-X Talk Podcast, as well as on YouTube.com forward slash Flix Talk, F-L-I-X Talk. All right, guys. Till next time, this is David for Flix Talk signing out. And this is Josh to tell you to keep on listening.